Soul and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. We have quite the show for you today. Basically, Bex has Spring Sims in the studio this week. Star shows is on the case as she unravels more of the hidden clues she's finding in upcoming game packs and what it might mean for us for future packs. With Love, Julian has brand new challenges for us to explore, including one that could win you the brand new Cottage Living expansion pack. Stacy J has four brand new videos for you to check out on YouTube, after the podcast, of course. The Something Simlish crew educates us about the ancient world of Selva Dorada. Lady Sweetheart shines the CC Creator Spotlight on a very talented creator. Hip Hip Renee gives us some brilliant tips with loft beds. April Dark has a guest on who has created a next top model type machinima series on their YouTube channel. And of course we have all of the latest news for The Sims 4, The Sims Mobile, and The Sims Freeplay. Boot up your favorite save file, load your current work in progress, and get ready to get lost in this episode. Because here it is. Simmers, you are in for a treat today. In the studio, I have Spring Sims, and I know I am so excited to get to know him and to learn all about him. Um, this interview is going to be broken up into two parts because our conversation was flowing like the wind, um, and I wanted to make sure that everybody got to hear all of the amazing things. So stay tuned um, for the interview. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and start by telling us a little bit about yourself. So my name is Spring Sims. My real name is Steven. I make a variety of content around the Sims franchise on YouTube about the Sims 2, Sims 3, Sims 4, sometimes a little bit of the Sims 1 if I want to feel a bit risky that day. <laughs> um, but I also do stream on Twitch where I do more gameplay around The Sims and other life simulation games and story-driven adventure games like Life is Strange, The Walking Dead, a little bit of Animal Crossing, Stardew Valley, Minecraft, kind of in like that same genre of both my comfort, cozy games that I enjoy playing and get to express my excitement about those games. So honestly, yeah, I've I've been making content for about a decade now and it's kind of crazy that it's been that long because I started making content when I was 14 years old in high school. And all I really did, like, I'm not kidding. All I ever did was make Sims content for 10 years. And I don't know how in the world I stayed sane and, you know, I don't know, creative all those years. But I mean, the community changes and, you know, new things happen. So, inspiration changes and it's always great to try out new things that I haven't done before. Right. Speaking of new things, um, I know that you've recently got a podcast going, right? Yes, I do have a podcast. It's wild, actually. <laughs> Tell me all about it. 
So my podcast is called Hello Spring. And the reason why I named it that is because people say Hello Spring a lot when they're chatting with me in my Twitch chat or Twitter or whatever. And I'm like, that's kind of like a cool idea. Play on words to what people say. And I went along with it. But it's basically about me talking to other content creators, kind of getting behind the scenes of what they do, how they do things, where they started, where they think they're going to go, and how long they have been, you know, doing all this and kind of getting the idea of like what they are truly like. Because a lot of people on the internet only get to see a one side of that person, whether it's for one hour, two hour, three hour, 10 minutes or so. And being able to get that real raw conversation from a person that they enjoy watching or listen to is very, very important to me. And also being able to understand like how their mental health is going because content creation is is a, a big widespread thing and people go crazy like a lot was custom with a was a lot of content and when you're always on always constantly making content your mental health sometimes takes a dip or it goes up depending on the person but nine times out of ten it's it's kind of hard on a person's mental health when they're always on having the lights and the cameras and having to constantly answer like emails and dms and you know, it's trying to hate or positive comment and it's overwhelming. So being able to talk about how they're feeling is also a very key important thing about the podcast that people are getting to know more about the creator. I love that. Yeah. I, think I think it's really important to focus a light on mental health in the creator sphere, especially like streamer sphere. Um, a lot of times, like, like you said, you're on all the time and when you are on and constantly like performing almost, it's Mm -hmm. hard to take a step back and like, look at yourself as like a person. So I like that you focus on that because I think it really sheds light to something that isn't talked about as much in like the creator space. It really isn't. And I'm surprised it's not. I feel like it's people should talk about it more because it's a real thing. Like you just can't push away how you're feeling. Sometimes you can, but it's not really that healthy. So being able to talk about it is like, it gives you a sense of peace that I can finally get that weight lifted off of my shoulders because someone either can relate to it or I just talked about it and now I feel a bit better. Exactly. I like that. And I think it's it's good when it can be creator to creator, someone who understands, who's been in those shoes, who may be able to sympathize or empathize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Um, so, of course, I ask every single person who comes here, how long have you been playing The Sims? So I've been playing Sims for the very start of The Sims franchise, the year 2000. I was four years old and honestly I didn't know a thing about it I just like oh this looks interesting I'm gonna dibble and dabble do all these different things and see what happens but I didn't really get into the sims until like the sims 2 when I was a little bit older and kind of knew like understood you know life in the world because when you're four five six seven eight it's like what's going on I don't understand the world yeah and it's it's crazy, but Sims 2, ooh, ooh, ooh. I love Sims 2. It's like my favorite game of all time. I but those, yeah. <laughs> but the cutscenes, they're good. Oh yeah, they're uh, very interesting. Might I add, because when you're a young child, 
or a teenager and you're playing the sims 2 and you live at your parents house it's like oh nothing's happening no we just shut off the computer like we're gonna get up and go eat some food no nothing's not, no nothing weird's happening on the screen not my sims of woohooing no i feel like i missed out and i i talk about this a lot i played the sims one and then i played the sims four like I oh my gosh i know people are always like seriously but yeah no so i didn't play sims two or sims three and like in the simmer sphere like those are like hot button games people always have really good things to say about those games and i'm over here like i like the sims four i have never played those other games before my little heart breaks. I'm I'm about to cry. <laughs> it's um, like, oh my gosh, I'm missing like out on so much. A circumstance. Like, you know, I had a computer when I was a kid and then like we didn't really have one like when I got older and I didn't really get into gaming that much until like I was an adult. And then I was like, oh, I loved playing The Sims when I was a kid, like nostalgia. And then my wife got me Sims 4 and I was like, oh my God, like this is my childhood. It's like back. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's good. It's just I I missed out on what some people may call the golden years. It really it really was the golden years. Like coming from The Sims One to The Sims Two was like a three sixty, and it was just forever changing. Mm -hmm. And so I'm missing you're you're missing out. I mean, if you can get The Sims Two, you can get The Sims Two, but Sims Three it's still available pretty much everywhere. I would say on the internet. I think Origin Two, but I could yeah, be completely wrong. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you could get it and you could experience it, but The Sims Three is another like golden age year. But that game, even though as as much as I love that game and I can now run it peacefully with no issues, it was it was laggy. Mm -hmm. It was so much work, but it was worth it because I enjoyed the whole open world aspect and mm -hmm. being able to experience the family gameplay like generations was the top of the line pack that I loved so much growing up. I hear a lot about generations. Um, that is a fan favorite. Oh, yeah. What is your favorite part about creating Sims content? I think it's just the idea of being able to think of new ideas that I haven't done before or recreating old trends that I've done in the past or just resurfacing back to what I used to love. And storytelling is what I love to do in The Sims, what I've always done since I started creating content on YouTube and even before that because all my teachers in like school always told me that I talk a lot, which I kind of do. And <laughs> <Me too. laughs> also, uh, also being like to write, sometimes... When I write, it it makes sense in my head, but to the teachers, like, it makes no sense. But I love writing, I love typing, I love telling stories, and I've always had. So being able to convey an interesting story that I personally have gone through or someone has gone through, or I've seen on the internet or TV shows or books I've read or watched, and putting that into The Sims is so forever changing for me because I can tell a story that someone can relate to that I couldn't relate to, but... I could be able to tell through a sim and sims is like a life simulation game you create life you play with life and and it's like it's like a sandbox game when you really think about it so personally i just i don't know it's just like the creative feel and the and the high that i get from it and just have fun like i feel like a kid in the candy store just going to the sims making the sim dressing how i want change their face the skin tone clothing hair and build their house and just do whatever and 
it's just relaxing and peaceful and just seeing new ideas being brought into the community, like challenges, like sim challenges, like rags to riches, you know, um, fixer up or like all these different things that you see in the world that someone had a genius idea and then boom, it's a popular thing and everyone's doing it. Like, for example, there is my friend Kayla, little Simsy. She and her friend Zoe always Simi made a challenge called the Not So Berry Challenge. And that challenge was so cool because what they did is that they created a challenge where every generation is a different color, where it kind of not forces you, but it encourages you to try out different careers, aspirations, skills, things that necessarily you would not do on like your own particular gameplay. So that's like a cool idea to try out, you know, a challenge that, if you are getting back into the Sims, that's a, like a first star challenge. I always recommend to people. Yes, I love that so very. It's so good. I'm on generation six and it's going well. Even though I've been playing it since the very start when they made the challenge, my game has been a little bit buggy. So I'm like fixing the save so it doesn't crash enough right. to like continue it. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I really love about like my favorite part about creating Sims content. I could go on forever and ever just talking <laughs> about it, but. Um. I love that. I I love hearing the different things that different simmers get from the game. Obviously, and my like the one I get the most is just that, like the ability to be able to tell a story, how you want yeah. the story to go, and like your um, insights. And like honestly, it's one of the best like storytelling platforms. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. And I love that, like, you can tell story in those challenges and mm-hmm. it, it be more than just some gameplay. So I love exactly. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. So um, I feel like I would be remiss if we didn't talk about your time at Sparked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with, my gosh. Yes. And um, honestly, like, I feel like it it was so cool to see content creators that I look up to and that I follow on social media, like on network television. So mm-hmm. that was really exciting as a viewer, but like as like a contestant, like what would you say is like one highlight from your spark journey? Oh, a highlight. I, <laughs> um, well, just like being able to be on TV and it's about the Sims. Like I've always said that, One day I want the world to know about The Sims because even though everyone knows about The Sims, I think, or played at least once and just forgot about it, I think as a person who's so passionate about The Sims and it's literally like my life and now a career out of it, it's really cool to see that the world can now see how creative The Sims can be and what you can do in it. And that's like a different highlight. But my most, most favorite highlight, I would probably say, would be... Being able to be there and create a story and be there with my friends and be on a team and knowing the people that I are on the show. Because what was crazy is that, um, I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but what was crazy about it is that I went there and it was just wild. So many people and I just had a fun experience being on a team of friends that I knew and I knew their background and I knew how creative they could be. And just tell a story from scratch, from start to finish, and tell tell it like it is to yeah. the judges. Yes, I loved that, and I feel like 
most of this like sims community is all like interworked right everybody knows everybody and being able to like do that with your friends is even cooler like it's cool yeah. to do it on your own but it's like cool to do it with your friends too would you say that there was something from your experience that helped shape you your community and like the content that you create probably yeah i would say that um i guess because when i was on the team with urban sims and d sims mm -hmm. that when we were like collaborating together it allowed me to figure out how fast i can build because i am a slow builder i realized way before the sims work <laughs> i was slow and it took me like three hours to build one house because it was so much content and so many things you could mm -hmm. do and use. Yes, absolutely. Building is so time consuming. Oh, it is. And I think that pushed me to, it pushed my creative abilities to build faster in a short amount of time and go with like the necessary objects before you go with, you know, the exciting part, like the clutter and all the other stuff. Right. But I think the ability to, Think of different ideas that are, I guess, quote unquote, the generic ones like there. I don't know if you noticed or not, but there was like this time on YouTube where it was just all teen pregnancy, oh, high yeah. school sweethearts. And mm -hmm. like it was insane. Mm -hmm. And I have to say I was part of that trend as well. <laughs> I have now grown up since then. <laughs> um, and it was just like this weird time period of Sims and like the Sims 2 and like YouTube. And. I think that what the Sims sparked, what it allowed me to do is think of, I guess, I guess over the years as well, to help me shape my storytelling skills in a different way of researching different backgrounds of, you know, culture and how Sims dress, how they look, what their hairstyle will be, where they live, what job, what aspiration, what skill, and being able to intertwine different backgrounds into one story to tell multiple stories into one like video or multiple videos um but yeah i would say that was like something that i've experienced that helped shape me as like a creator who makes content on youtube and twitch and then a community it allowed us to collaborate even more because before i mean i did shell challenges and stuff but it was just really more of like my ideas as like i'm gonna do it this way and here you go but i think it it allowed me to open up myself even more to Give them, like, you know, what do you think I should do? What should I do for my shell challenges? What should I do for my series? Mm -hmm. If you have any background knowledge about this certain particular topic or um, pride flags or any um, pride experience you have had in the past or anything like that, that you can give me to help me convey a story way better where I don't offend anybody or make a fool of myself. Mm -hmm. So that kind of helped shape me as a person, the content creator, and also my community. Um, just willing to collaborate with um, child new things I haven't done before. Yeah. yeah, I like that, and I think also like it's 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 interesting when your talents are like showcased and you see like oh I I could improve this way like you said with your building, and I feel like it helped. It was definitely something that like other people could be like oh you know i don't do this thing very well maybe i should practice and like they're seeing people they look up to doing those things and i feel like that's really cool yeah it definitely is all right simmers that goes ahead and concludes today's part of our two-part interview with steven stay tuned next time to learn about advice for up-and-coming simmers who is on steven's watch list and 
just overall some really good information. I loved, loved, loved chatting with him, and I wanted you all to hear the full conversation. So the next part will be out next time. Dag, dag. It's your dashingly bright Sims Detective Starshers, and I'm back with Star Ghost Sleeping, a speculation and opinion segment. Today will be a mini speculation. Most of us are reveling in the early access content for Cottage Living, and we've also seen the new gameplay trailer. I have to say that I'm super excited for this new pack. I can't wait to play out my cottage called Farming Life. One thing I have noticed in the past year is that we've seen the return of a few beloved NPCs in the game, a homage to Sims games of the past, with the return of firefighters, the skeletal maid Bonehilda, and now Agnes Crumplebottom, an elder who just hates romance and won't be afraid to smack you with her handbag if you flirt with her. One NPC we haven't seen a return of though is the burglar. The burglar would sneak into your homes in the middle of the night and would attempt to steal your items. If you've seen the gameplay trailer to Cottage Living, then you'll know we will be getting a burglar of sorts, but not the one that we know from the lore. It's a fox burglar who will go into your chicken coop and steal your eggs. There's a little homage to The Sims 2 Burglar in the trailer as you can hear The Sims 2 Burglar music as the fox attempts to steal eggs from the coop. I also love the reference to Dora the Explorer's fox character Swiper, a fox who loves to swipe items. So, could this be a hint that we're getting the NPC burglar soon in The Sims 4, or is the fox burglar the only burglar we'll get? I'm not too sure, but I think that this could be a hint to getting the NPC burglar from the lore. We know that the Sims team do like to drop hints and packs for upcoming features, and I think this may just be one. And they have been giving us quite a few NPC Sims lately, so a burglar could be the next addition. In May 2020, a Simmer tweeted gurus saying that they wanted burglars and sim guru frost replied burglars have a special place in all our hearts can't confirm anything but we're always talking and thinking about them obviously sim guru frost left this pretty open-ended and we have got a fox burglar and we're seeing a return of other iconic npcs i do hope that the burglar is next i have a channel on youtube called star shiz spelt out s-t-a-r and then space S-H-U-Z, where I post Sims 4 speculation, news and commentary videos. If you're a fan of speculation or would like to hear more of my opinion and commentary, then please do go check out my YouTube channel. That's all from me, detectives. Keep sleuthing and I'll see you soon. As you all know, Simmer's Digest started with a single simmer, myself. 
creating a digital magazine featuring all of our community's amazing content. We have since grown exponentially thanks to your amazing support. We now host a weekly podcast, weekly simmer features, bring new chapters to our Let's Watch series each week, create YouTube content, host a Discord server, and so much more. We are growing faster than I can even believe it, and I want to thank you all for your amazing and continued support as we grow and create new ways to feature you and your amazing creativity. As we grow, we want to be able to offer even more to our fans, including more giveaways and new segments. In order to do this, you can help contribute by becoming a Simmer supporter on our Patreon page. Per your votes, we currently have multiple tiers set up that you can contribute to, knowing that if you can help, that every dollar raised will go back into supporting our awesome community with giveaways and continuing our growth. Please keep in mind that there are many ways you can contribute to the Simmer's Digest, why even just listening to this podcast helps support the work we do. But if you can, and you want to join us on Patreon, you can now do so. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Simmer's Digest and become a Simmer supporter at whatever level you can. Again, thank you for supporting us, whether it is listening to the podcast, liking our YouTube videos, leaving us comments, sharing the podcast on your socials, or just being a positive member of our Simming community. We value you and your continued support and look forward to creating new ways to showcase and feature your amazing works. bringing you this episode's challenges. We're gonna start off with three shell challenges in one. Fanta Sims has created three shells you can work on. If three sounds like a lot, you can choose to do one or all three. There's also plenty of time to work on them because they're not due until August 31st. You could have your shell toured on one of Fanta Sims' YouTube videos. Two are distinctly castle-like and the third shell is a cottage style. To find the shells, search for the hashtag FantaShell, F-A-N-T-A-S-H-E-L-L on the gallery, and get all the details and updates by following FantaSims on Twitter at F-A-N-T-A-S-I-M-S. Next up is a room challenge from Plumbalina. Plumbalina provides a room shell with a jaunty diagonal in one corner and no limits. Just upload your take by July 26th, so it's available to tour on Plumbalina's Twitch stream on July 27th. You can find all of the necessary details on the gallery with the Plumbalina2K hashtag, P-L-U-M-B-A-L-E-E-N-A-2K. Plumbalina is also on Twitter at Plumbalina. The third and last challenge includes the possibility of winning the new Cottage Living expansion pack. Kira Reed again has posted a build challenge on the gallery under the hashtag Kira's Cottage Build Chow. You spell Kira, K-I-R-A, and Chow has two L's. Kira's gallery ID is K-I-R-A-R-E-E-D-A-G-A-I-N. The challenge rules are to build a farming lot with a cottage that has three bedrooms and two bathrooms and a basement on a 40 by 30 lot. The packs are limited. The packs that you can use are included in the comments of the household that describes the build challenge on the gallery. The entries are due on July 21st. And remember to use the hashtag Kira's Cottage Build Chow when you upload your entry. 
That's it for this episode's challenges. This has been with Love Julian. You can find additional information on the challenges in this episode on simmersdigest.com, from the creators on Twitter and in the gallery, and at withlovejulian.com, along with other challenges as well. Thanks for joining me and happy simming. and welcome to the Simmers Digest Simmer TV Showcase. The Simmer TV Showcase is a way for me to put the spotlight on your amazing creativity and showcase your work and get more Simmers connected to you and your channels. Our Let's Play features this week is of Rochelle's Not So Berry Challenge. She is starting the famous challenge for the first time and is absolutely hilarious to watch. Rochelle's witty comment is what makes this a real treat to watch. She takes her mint gem sim to go cause some mischief as required by the first generation apparently her minty sims favorite pastime is going to the local park and causing mischief and fighting amongst the, her neighbors rochelle is a fun simmer to watch and has been expanding their challenge list and, and executing them wonderfully if you'd like to support the simmer you can follow them on their youtube or their twitch channel under the same name enjoy there's sci-fi and then there's Star Wars. If you remember anything from the prequels or the Clone Wars, you may recognize the apartment that Rustic Sims built. It's Padme Amidala's apartment on Coruscant, the planet where the Jedi Council and the Senate resides. It's beautifully structured both indoors and outdoors. It includes the ultimate docking area, living area, where guests namely Anakin Skywalker turned Darth Vader can hang out, two bedrooms, a lounge, and even a bar. If you want to revisit the prequel movies or the Clone Wars TV series, this is the perfect download. There is no CC, but there is a lot of skill using the tool mod. If you'd like to support Rustic Sims, consider downloading and subscribing to their channel and downloading it for yourself. This week, we feature the wonderful Black Girl Simmer, who showcases black hair by Simtrick. What's fantastic about this particular featurette from Black Girl Simmer is that she addresses the negative stereotypes, the bullying, and even the outrageous exemptions that some face due to their hairstyle and their hairstyle's natural flow. Simtrick's designs for black hair is detailed and cute. They feature natural hair designs with braids, dreads, and twists. Simtrick's makes quite a few braids individually, and their texture is on point for the Maxis match lovers. If you'd like to support these amazing simmers, you can like and subscribe to Black Girl Simmers channel or visit Simtrick on their Patreon. Until Dreamhouse Decorator Pack comes out, we just have to make do with using BB move objects to make custom closets and wardrobes according to Think Like a Sim. Think Like a Sim's tutorial shirts show us fabulous ways to spruce up your Sim's homes and show us some easy ways to do it. Dressers, shelves, clutter, hanging clothes, make for an impressive wardrobe fit for a queen or a king or fashion forward Sims. If you'd like to support more of these wonderful shorts, considering subscribing to Think Like a Sim on their YouTube channel. You can watch the full videos by these amazing simmers by clicking the links in the description down below or by visiting simmersdigest.com. There you will see a Simmer TV tab at the top of the page. Click it and you will be able to find each Simmer TV showcase episode archived with links to each video. Again, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing to the Simmers Digest YouTube channel. Until the next video, so so and keep on simming!
Hi everyone, this is Becca from Something Simlish here to reveal some of the history of The Sims 4 worlds. Selvadorada, the lush vacation world that came with jungle adventures, boasts a long history. It was settled hundreds of years ago by the Amishan people who had the ability both to curse and bless other sims. Explorers can still see the ruins of the advanced ancient civilization in the jungle including the bathhouse, temple ruins, and gardens. The culture seems to be based on ancient Mesoamerican civilizations while the architecture of the marketplace and the other houses has a Spanish influence, leading credence to the theory that the world is based on Latin American countries. We also know from the description of some jungle adventure windows that Selvadorada is located in the continent of South America, and that the name could be a reference to El Dorado, the hidden city of gold. One famous person in Salvadoradan history is Madre Cosecha, who intervened to help the citizens of Salvadorada during a famine. Her statue can be found in the central marketplace. For more Sims 4 tips, tricks, and features, follow something underscore Simlish on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. This is Lady Sweetheart, and I am here with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. Today, we shine the light on an amazingly talented Maxis Match CC Creator known as Sims Trouble. Sims Trouble makes some extremely beautiful Maxis Match hairs, including many wavy and curly hairstyles. These hairs always look good regardless of whether or not you are looking at your Sim in cast or in the game. The textures are very high quality and the color swatches also look beautiful. I am especially a fan of the many long curly hairstyles that Sims Trouble makes because I always know they are guaranteed to make my Sims look beautiful. They even have some hairstyles for male Sims as well. So if you're looking to add some great Maxis Match hairs to your game, you have to check out the one and only Sims Trouble. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey Super Simmer, yes you, we get it. Playing The Sims in all its forms on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you.
Did you know that with nothing placed underneath a loft bed, your Sim children can just walk right underneath? Now you can build a special hideaway play area just for the kiddos in your house. For more tips like this, visit my Building 101 series on YouTube or my Quick Build Tip series on TikTok by searching for Hip Hip Renee. Susul Simmers and welcome to the Simlet section of the podcast. We have good news for all writers of Sims literature. Lisa B. Sims, the host of the official monthly Simlet competition, has decided to postpone the deadline for the next writing prompt. If you're interested in joining in the fun, be sure to visit lisabsims.com for more details. Now, to get your juices flowing, let's feature one of the tales told in May on the Simaginarium website by Minred, a veteran at telling Simlet stories. The tale is called Petal to the Metal, and the prompt was Mayflowers. Sage Seeker, a perfect example of the old adage to never judge a book by its cover, was recruited by her friend Tuitu to help a newcomer to town improve his chances of survival in the Merklands. Sage was initially uncertain, but she does enjoy a challenge, and if you saw that big guy across the street, then you would appreciate the challenge she faced. Colossus arrived that evening as advised, but was certain he had the wrong address. Sage, I've been waiting for you, Colossus. No offense, Buttercup but I was expecting someone with um, a bit more of a sturdy stature. I don't know if you are. Then, in the blink of an eye, she throws him to the ground. Sage, I'm sorry you were saying, oh yes, that you don't know if I can handle you? Was that what you were about to say? Colossus, oh, of course not. I was just testing you. This story by Minrit was accompanied by beautiful photographs of the post-apocalyptic world of Merkland and the adorable characters that they create there every month. I will include a link to the story for those who want to know how this tale turns out. And now, dear friends, let's start writing for the month of July and August. I cannot wait to read your tortuous stories. This report done by Rieta Sim. See you around, friends. Dag dag. Hello everyone, welcome to the Mashima segment in Simmer's Digest podcast. I am April Dark, a Mashima creator on the YouTube platform. This time I am coming to you with something a bit different, because with a Sims reality show, Sims Next Top Model by Dil Klita. The whole show was recorded in a Mashima form and so far you can watch two episodes of it, 
and I am honored to be voicing in one of them. I think that there is no need to explain to you what the show is about since its real life version is very popular all around the world. And there is lots of versions of it being produced in different countries. If you somehow don't know what the next top model show is about, this is basically a reality show, a contest that helps people to become a model or develop their careers if they are already one. The Okita has been recreating the show in the Sims version since 2009, which is hella impressive. I asked that creator if she could say something more about herself and the content that she creates, and in the meantime, answer some questions. Hello, my name is Hannah, and I have a YouTube channel that name is Tiklita, where I'm doing Sims Next Top Model, and I've been doing that since 2009, and I would like try to with a new series that is called Taint Desire. Well, I got inspired by other creators' contents and I've been watching series and machinimas for a quite a few, few years. And I feel like I want to do my own since ever since I was a child, I have always wrote my own stories just for fun. But I felt like making Sims videos could let out my imaginations and I could tell my own stories in the way I want to. So first, what is the idea behind your show? Why did you decide to record a Sims version of America's Next Top Model? Well, it's a fun story. Sims Next Top Model have existed before I started it. I think it was like around 2007 the first Sims Next Top Model came out. I don't know. It's a long time ago. And it was during like 2008 or 2009 since I started watching America's Next Top Model together with my mom. And it was just like a random day where I searched on YouTube. Just for fun, I searched Sims Next Top Model or Sims 2 Next Top Model. I don't know exactly what I looked for. And oh boy, I didn't knew it was going to change my life. When I watched the first Sims Next Top Model, I felt like, wow, I want to create my own. So it's how everything started. That's great that you eventually decided to record your own version of the show. But as a machinima, I can definitely see that you are a fan of it. Watching your series, I can see how many details you managed to convert and... Summing them up, every one of your episodes looks very realistic. My another question is, when I was watching your show, I was curious about one thing. Do judges in it are real people? I mean, do you have your own staff who decides which model will leave the program, or do you invent everything by yourself? Yes, uh, they are real people. I don't think many people know about this, but we are a whole community who are doing this Sims Next Top Model. But nowadays people are on Facebook, like hiding there and doing their own shows. I have three people who, se who I send my photo shoots to and they are like giving feedbacks to each girl's photos. Then they are like giving the points from 1 to 10. That's how 
I know who is eliminated and who is staying in the competition because I go for when, for example, like when when I give the photos to the people, my judges, they're like giving the points and when I have everyone's scores, I add them, all of them, plus mine and the highest score is the one who gets the best photo and of course the one with the lowest score is going home that episode so no some people might think oh you're the one who choose to who choose to eliminate the girls in every episode like i know oh this episode this is this person is going home in this episode this one is going home no it's not so I never know until I have all the scores. And yeah, that is how my show is going. So I'm always as shocked as you guys are, like in every episode. I must admit, I haven't heard of Sims Next Model community before. This is super exciting, something like that really exists. I am a big fan of Next Top Model 2 and listening to your answers makes me want to record my own versions of it. My next question is, do you have your favorite Sims Mashima series to watch? Maybe there is something that isn't that popular, but you think that deserves more attention. I want to say Tom Brady's downfall that is made in Sims 2. I think it's a very realistic and good machinima. I mean, it looks very realistic and it has a lot of animations. So the creators who made deserve a lot of more attentions because how much efforts they put into that project. I will definitely check this series out whenever I can. The last question. I saw you're working on a new series. Could you tell us something more about it? Well, Taint Desire. I'm going to talk a little bit of, of that series and it's about Sion who falls in love with his, his neighbor Marvin uh, but the story itself is very dark and it can be disturbing to some people of course. Uh, Sion's dad Justin is together with a woman who has a daughter who is obsessed with Sion and all she wants is to have him by herself so it's like an obsession for her and she basically do everything to ruin his and Marvin's relationship and I don't want to go into a lot of like I don't want to go too deep into the plot because it will spoil too much but I think the whole story could be very interesting so yes I can't wait to start with it Thank you so much for listening to my, what I'm gonna say, this audio. Sorry for taking too long, but I hope this one is okay. Thank you so much. Bye bye. I can't wait to watch your new series. The plot seems to be very interesting. Thank you so much Delkita for answering my questions. It was great to learn about Sims Next Top Model community and your works. You can watch Dilkita series on her YouTube channel spelled D-I-L-K-L-I-T-A. 
that's all if it comes to my segment. If you got free time, I would be grateful if you could check out my channel April Dark. I hope that my segment gave you another interesting story to watch and that you will enjoy the rest of our podcast. Bye! I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. The great held breath that is the initial stages of every new Sims cycle has begun. This week, Sims free players watched their coastal living update wind down, Sims mobile players entered the final stretch of the current Sims festival, and Sims 4 players eagerly awaited the latest cottage living expansion and the promising base game update that will accompany it. Free players finished up the wine cellar Influence Island this week. After visiting the sun-soaked shores of Sandy Remote Island to win NPC friendship, players earned network coins for their cajoling efforts. In return for these coins, players collected stunning gilded assets to befit any stylish wine cellar, juice tasting tables, diamond juice racks, lovely countertops and cabinetry, limbing sinks, glass staircases, and more. Free players have now leapt into a new influence island called At Deco 2.0, which began July 15th, during which players schmoozed their way to decor worthy of the Roaring Twenties, a great gold bath set, glossy black vanities and dressers, lavish pianos, decadent lighting, big brass bookshelves, and even flapper hairstyles. The next great free play update is now on the horizon, and players are already clamoring for news from their favorite free play gurus and game changers. I now pass you on to Techno for The Sims Mobile and Sims 4 News. Thank you, Soli. This week, Sims Mobile newbies got to enjoy the Grand Mansion Sweet Treats rerun. This reality show-style bake-off rewards pastry baking hopefuls with royal and sweet tokens. These tokens are exchanged for a number of glamorous prizes, such as impressive glass doors, grand stone fencing and columns, a butler outfit for female Sims, a monocle, decadent lighting, and more. July 27th will bring a fresh treasure hunt called Bargains Aplenty. This event will have players digging and dusting for yard sale-like items, like squashy chairs, chunky watches, a compact toilet, wooden garden benches, and a grand prize of an adult female ponytail, and ventriloquist style. Sims Mobile is also just days away from announcing their newest update. Sims 4 players are less than a week away from the release of the highly anticipated Cottage Living Expansion Pack. EA game changers like James Turner, Lil Simsy, Deligracy, and many others have been rapidly unveiling Cottage Living Pack details through their early access gameplay. This new expansion pack will come with another highly anticipated base game update, which will bring group cooking, updated gardening, pond tools, and a calendar to base game mechanics and UI. That's all for now, but until next time, love to your loved ones, and as always, happy simming. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots mentioned in today's news brief, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. 
Well, my friends, I am here to bring the show to an end, but the fun doesn't stop here. The team here at Simmers Digest is all about connecting, showcasing, collaborating, and more. If you've not yet visited our site, SimmersDigest.com, I would encourage you to head there after the podcast to check out our newly renovated About tab. There you'll find the new Simmers Digest team tab where you can see the entire team and connect with us. We adore chatting, watching your videos, dropping comments, and so much more. If you get any enjoyment either out of our podcast, our site, or even our social medias, we'd love for you to show your support through our Patreon by becoming a Simmer supporter at any level that you can. Your monetary donations help us keep the content focused on you and your amazing creations without cluttering up the digital spaces with ads. Check it out today by clicking the Become a Simmer Supporter Today button on the top of our site, SimmersDigest.com. We are all so excited to connect with you each week here on the podcast, through our social media, and as you all know, the Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. It's our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today. And of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you.
After you're done enjoying this episode of the Simmers Digest podcast, why not head over to Sims Talk, where we discuss all of the latest Sims news, share our favorite mods and CC creators, and discuss game rumors and other happenings in the Simverse. Find us on your favorite podcast platform or grab the link at SimmersDigest.com.